in the same year there's microphones all about please give comments uh it's four minute sets with four minutes of commentary get near a microphone because it is a radio show and uh, we want the audience to hear too they're learning on the radio i love learning i'm so excited because tonight we actually have in the house a comedian rolf scar a lot of you young comedians don't know this guy because three years ago he was the shit he's so hilarious uh he saves the world through greenpeace or some shit like that but he's also incredibly funny and he's back why because he's actually on the show this friday for pam tash's comedy clubhouse called where the hell did they go comedians who disappeared so he's going to be on that show along with uh, Paolo Castro and Jay Austin Graham. Where the fuck did that guy go? Also, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett. What happened to him, yo? Yeah, he's like the drum tech for Death Angel now, so that's cool. Uh, but he's going to come back and do some comedy for you guys this Friday. But right now, we have the Joke Workshop. I'm not sure who's first up on that list. There were some scratches. Uh, is it Zach Foster? It is Zach Foster. All right, guys. Hey, get your notepads out and get ready for the hilarious jokes of your first comedian, Zach Foster. Keep it, keep it going for Keith, guys. That's right. Community service or cruel and unusual punishment. What do you have to do to get arrested at a wedding in Texas? Like shit on the wedding cake? Or eat it after you shit on it. I just got, I was just fall down drunk. Or just be Keith. Just do what Keith does. Just kidding. Um, well, Keith, I don't know if you know this, but m- the Mutiny Radio feedback mic is the most prestigious feedback mic on the western half of Outer Mission <laughs> on a Monday night. Yeah. It goes, this is where town is made. It just goes, the feedback mic, then Netflix special. Yeah, and then a New York Times piece featuring all the people you've sexually assaulted. Just got my PhD. That's right. Yeah, Pam, give it up for Pam. Yo, if you didn't just clap at that, fuck you. Posted my dissertation on Facebook. One like. My mom. Next day, I went out to dinner to celebrate and Instagrammed my artisanal parsley shavings. 59 likes. Like, what does artisanal parsley shavings have that my dissertation doesn't? Help with that one, Keith. Uh, Well, I don't know what (laughs) dissertation means, so. (laughs) All right. Got to get down to earth. Thanks for that. Um... Yeah, my uh, my thesis, it's actually, um, it's a study of the word Palestine. Yeah, my advisor heard that. He's like, a whole word? You're going to have to narrow that down. I was like, it only has nine letters. Actually, I used to have ten until Israel stole one of them. Uh, it actually did used to have ten. That's, anyways, um, it... Um, feels weird talking about my research on stage like I don't want to pigeonhole myself as just another Palestine theft etymology historian comic um, I don't want to have kids yeah like do, kids are the number one cause of climate change you guys know that yeah I'm a PhD motherfucker you don't believe me no they are like the, like 
they eat, they poop, they fart for 90 years. Like, you want to reduce your carbon footprint? Like, strangle 15 kids. Okay, that's a bit extreme. Like, start with 10. Um, now, obviously, I'm kidding. Uh, strangling is a very labor-intensive form of murder. Like, just, just eat them. <laughs> yeah, kids are, like, kids are fucking kind of weird. Like, people who have kids get special treatment in life. Like, it's, like, you get six months of paid leave because you made a poor life decision. You know? Like, no one paid me for six months after I OD'd on artisanal cocaine shavings. Um, you guys like fine dining? Guys are like, yeah, I like Chipotle. Fucking, I hate the snobby menu descriptions, like, artisanal parsley shavings. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, good thing they're artisanal. I hate machine-cut parsley shavings. Um, it's just like, I'm glad my kind of restaurants, uh, uh, like, aren't honest about what's actually in the food, like at Taco Bell. Otherwise, it would be like, beef tacos seasoned with fresh fecal matter like good thing the fecal matter is fresh nothing more suboptimal than aged poop seasoning all right guys it's my time zach foster thanks so much zach foster with his jokes uh before keith d gets to his i have a couple uh you mentioned no kids and climate change and you were talking about how you had your phd i think that you can somehow mention that you have a PhD, you should be having kids. Like if anyone should be having kids, it's the fucking smart people that have PhDs and yet you're not, which is smart because kids suck. Um, you said strangle them and then you kind of didn't go back to the climate change. I was like, eat them because it's good for climate, the environment. Like it's good. It lowers the carbon foot, something like that. I wanted you to kind of tie back into climate change. And I was thinking, are there any other funny climate things that children do terribly? Because yours were kind of like normal. I'd throw in something weird like, I don't know what they do. I don't know. I don't know what children do besides ruin your life. Um, and then cocaine, you can bring that back to the rainforests again because I think that's where we get cocaine from. I'm not sure. Uh, and I know, don't fuck with the rainforest because that's where we get our cocaine from, right? And then um, I think Taco Bell actually uses soy. So also, I don't know if that's better or worse for the environment. I don't, I don't know. But I don't think they use real meat. Keith D. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I, I like how you open with crowd work. Uh, <laughs> Palestine really does have nine letters in it. I thought that was a well-researched joke. <laughs> uh, I like your artisanal callbacks. You know, there's... Good way to structure your set. Um, yeah, and then the kids, you know, maybe throwing something about green, you know, green energy. Uh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. I would just say uh, with the bit where you said uh, strangle uh, 15 kids, uh, no 10. Uh, 10 is still kind of a lot of kids to strangle. So, I mean, it might it might work better if you say, like, strangle 15 kids. Ah, no, you know, I'd never actually recommend that. Why don't you, you should start with one. And then, like, work your way up. 
And then also, for whatever reason, I think numbers, the more specific they are, the funnier they are. So if you just pick something that's not like 10 or 15, if you pick like 17 for whatever reason, I always find that's funnier, but that's maybe just me. But okay. Other comments? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, the the one thing uh, that uh, your meal had that uh, your dissertation didn't was uh, flavor, flavor. Oh. Live live Moss. Uh, any other? <laughs> Always fun to throw out their their tagline. Why not? Live Moss, unless you're a child. Live less Moss. <laughs> Because I also agree, fuck children. Uh, don't fuck children, but don't have them. Any other comments for Zach Foster? Well, then clap wildly, everyone. Yay! Well, that, that, that's done. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to throw that list up again so I can see who's next? Uh, Michael. Oh, he's a new guy. Hey, everybody. I don't know this guy. Put your hands together for Michael. Oh! How's it going, everybody? I don't know anybody here. You all seem to know each other, though, so look forward to your feedback. Um, yeah, my name is Michael. Um, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to put my last name on the list, um, so you know that's all you'll know me as. Um, uh, I'm gay, which a lot of people don't realize when they first meet me, um, and when I tell them, uh, they often just think that that means I'm a butch lesbian, um, but I'm not. Um, I, I think that they, they people don't realize it because um, in a lot of ways I, I don't have a lot of the standard like stereotypes that you find amongst gay men. Um, I have a pretty good relationship with my father. Uh, let's see, um, I, I, I don't really like musicals. Um, I, I don't have a great fashion sense. You know, like if you opened up my closet, it would look like a cartoon character's closet where it's just the same outfit every day, like shirt and pants on the same hanger. Um, and I opened it like, hmm, what to wear today? As if like I'm gonna wear something different. Um, and uh, you know, I also don't. I'm not really even attracted to men. Um, <laughs> although that's not entirely true because I I, I do like musicals. So um, I was uh, I was driving my car the other day and I saw uh, like a group of cyclists, um, and I I thought that. You know that was really great of them to be so considerate of the environment, and you know if if um, if they were in cars, the the street that I was driving on would be super clogged up with cars, and that would that would suck. And so it was really good. I thought it was really good of them to to ride their bikes um, so that I don't have to, and I could just stay in my car where it's comfortable, and they can ride in their bikes. Um, let's see. Uh, you guys want to hear a one-liner? Yeah. I was going to say it anyway. So, uh, Disneyland is a really fun place. It is the happiest place in the world if you're a child molester. Oh, you came in at the perfect time to hear the child molester punchline. Um, you know those guys who are at like uh, big sporting events where they like they say that they can't hear you. Um, I wonder if like not being able to hear very well is a prerequisite for that job because because the, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs like I am screaming we all are we're all screaming really hard we're putting our all into it and they they can't hear us and I I I wonder if 
the less you can hear us, the better you are at the job, you know, because they say, I can't hear you. And then we're all like, and they're like, come on, I can't hear you. And I'm like, this guy's good. He, I don't think he can hear us. Um, the, so this one I just thought of yesterday, so I don't know if it's, this was the one I want the most feedback on. But anyway, um, I was thinking about how growing up um, in the church, I had to go to church a lot against my will as a kid. Um, and uh, I remember the pastor saying, you, you know, when you die and, and you go to heaven, you, you have to face God and he is going to judge you um, on everything you've ever said or done. And you're going to have to, you know, reckon with all of the things that you've ever said or done. And <laughs> that's so noxious. <laughs> Uh, okay, and they and I just I remember being like he said you're gonna have to reckon with everything you ever said or done, and I remember thinking like hold on go back you mean he's keeping track of everything and like he's keeping stats on me like all time stats like I can go back and you know like Bruce Almighty that drawer where it had the big drawer of all the stats I want to like kind of finger through that and I want to know you know like everyone is naturally interested in the grossest parts of their own bodies. And I want my God stats when I'm talking to God about whether or not I'm going to make it into heaven. I want to know, can I see the most I've ever vomited? And can I see like a bronze, like a bronze pair of shoes version of like the largest poop I've ever taken? Like, I just want to see it. I just want to know. I just want to know because I'm sure there was one. And I don't know if when it happened, I knew it, you know? Um, so I'd like to know that kind of stuff. Anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> Michael O, everyone, a bronze poop. Yeah. For, for the record, my last name is Oberst. Oberst, cool. Oberst, that's a cool name. Thanks. Uh, sweet, Michael Oberst. Clap again. Yay. Uh, I would not do such a long opener about being gay. I'd just jump right into it with like... I dress like a cartoon character. I'm not attracted to men. I don't like musicals. That's weird because I'm gay. Because I feel like then, like you used it as a punch, but you like use it as a punch before you set it up, kind of. Um, so I just switched that. And then I'd also put in there a line used later where I had to go to church against my will. So I'd start with like, hey, everybody, when I was a kid, you know, I, I didn't like musicals. I dressed like a cartoon character. I had to go to church against my will. I'm gay or whatever. And that's just how I'd open it up. But yay! Comments from Keith. All right. So are you gay? I was uh, confused yeah, no, about that. Oh, yeah. I guess that was misleading. I am. I, <laughs> okay, I, okay. Yeah, that was... Um, all right. Uh, so I would put my last name on the list if I were you. There's a lot of Michaels, you know? Uh, I, put the, I, I put the O. I mean, I figured that was enough of a distinction. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I put Keith T on the list. Um, the butch lesbian uh, joke... I like the way you said it. Said butch lesbian. Just the way you said it was funny, and maybe I don't know. But that keep putting that kind of accent on it. Okay. And then when you talk about your fashion sense, uh, it's always easy to get a laugh when you just make fun of what you're wearing and what you look like. So that would be a good spot to be like, look at this mustache. You know that. You know when you just make it funny, your fashion sense. Uh. Oh yeah. Um, Disneyland for child molesters. Uh, I don't know. Maybe toss in a a, a voice or a, a 
act out of Mickey Mouse being a child molester because, you know, he's got that high-pitched voice. But I don't know. Uh, maybe there's some funny stuff there. Um, oh, yeah, the and that last bit. Um, I would get rid of the Bruce Almighty reference just because, you know, there's probably another way you could say it that's not a reference to another comedy. And then... Uh, I think maybe if if you consider the aspect of having, you know, God keeping stats on everybody, so he's just this, like, sports nerd type, you know, that might be a funny way to frame it. But, you know. Uh, All right, other comments? Comments from other people? All right, moving up. Oh, sorry. This doesn't even work. No, it does, it does. Oh, it does? Oh. Hi. Hi. Hello. Is it working? Yeah. Okay. You're very funny, and I love... It's in and out. I love when you, my favorite part of your set was when you said, um, and I don't even like men. Like, I think, and that was very apparent in the room, too. Like, everyone laughed really hard at that line, so I, I don't know, I think they considered it. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Cool. All right, when, uh, piggybacking off Keith, when he was talking about making God a baseball junkie, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you were throwing out stats, but they weren't, like, sports stats. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, I, 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 I really like too. baseball, like, one common stats in ERA average um, earned run average mm-hmm. I was thinking to make it like the ACT not the college test but like it's average crap time mm. you know yeah. or just like which you know, I do want to know yeah 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 um, yeah I'll, I'll send you like a list of like stuff about like that like you know um, but um yeah and uh yeah that's that's what I had oh and also um, when you're saying like I, I no, people don't think I'm gay like I kind of thought but like I thought only in like the sense that um like people from Texas in the 70s would assume okay you know like so, <laughs> something like that you know okay all right, clap your hands together again, everybody. That was Michael O. Your next comedian. What a funny lady she is. A hilarious individual. So happy every time she's here. Clap your hands wildly for Alyssa Westerlund. Tell people I fucking hate you. You're inefficient. I want you to die. Just kill yourselves. If you're taller than 5'7", you're ruining the planet. You're just, you're killing every, stepping on everything. You know how many more bugs you kill with your big fat fucking feet? It's just out there killing bugs. You don't care about anybody. Anyway, uh, I'm going to this orgy after, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I know that I have to disclose whether or not I have any STDs, um, but do I have to tell them about the bed bugs? <laughs> it's a really cool orgy, guys. It's really cool, actually. Um, there's no one over 40 at this orgy, right, unless, uh, unless they were grandfathered in. Um, so I met this guy the other day, and he said that he was a reform Jew, a reform Jew. And I'm like, wait a minute. So that means you're not going to replace us? <sighs> Too many Jews in the room. Okay, obviously. Okay, so you know why they call them good Catholics? Because otherwise they're just pedophiles. All right, I don't have any Muslim jokes because I figure if I, if I want to make fun of pedophiles, like I can't make fun of all the pedophiles and the terrorists, right? Like Muslims are 23% of the population. I want to keep my pedophile joke is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so the Muslims are safe. Um, Muslims are safe. Terrorists over pedophiles, you guys. Uh, so anyway, I was watching the Grammys last night, and I got really upset, you know. I started getting jealous, and I started thinking, I really wish I had been raped by a famous guy, you know, because then I could actually speak my truth to power. But no, instead I was just raped by some fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> president of the high school class. Anyway, whatever. Fucking, 
You guys should be lucky. Feel lucky that someone cool raped you. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. Um, no, I am a white woman. You know, like obviously you can, you know, you can see that, and it is hard because uh, as a white woman, if I hadn't have been raped, I'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> I just nothing. It really bothers me though because we got these like we got these Republican men, you know, penis-toting people. They're going out there and they're saying, you know, women really need to learn how to not be victims. Okay, well, uh, people, it's really hard to learn how to not be something, right? That's just hard. Like, learn how to not be something. So I figured we have to learn how to be something, right, ladies? So what are we going to learn how to be? Rapists. Rapists. That's what we're going to do. So I had an interesting Christmas. This was kind of crazy. Um, so I was, I was born in a cult, legit cult, right? My parents left when I was five, and my brother was two, because my dad said, no one else is going to molest my kids. Okay, uh, all these years he told us that we weren't actually molested, you know, he's just bad with grammar. And, um, and then uh, this Christmas, this very last Christmas, we're at Christmas breakfast, he goes, okay, so you guys wanna talk about it? You wanna talk about it? We have no idea what we're about to talk about. He's like, fine, no one was molested, okay? I didn't touch, I didn't touch you guys. I mean, nothing like that happened. I actually, Scott, I'm really sorry. I did fondle your balls uh, this one time, just one time. Uh, but now we've talked about it. Now we've talked about it. It's out in the open. Uh, so Christmas morning, we found out that, you know, Scott was molested, right? <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, I've always told Scott that he was the favorite. <laughs> and uh, now, he, now he can't argue with me. Um, so... <laughs> I got a new roommate. It's kind of crazy. Like, uh, my last roommate was a shithead. We won't even go into it. But uh, this guy, like, I know he's a good guy. I know that I like him because I've actually modified some of my really bad behaviors, you know? Like, like I used to just run around the house talking to myself really loudly. And uh, now I whisper to myself. Uh, so thanks, guys. What do, you, what do you got for me, Keith? There we go, Alyssa Westerlund! Yay! Yay! you got for Keith. I think oh. you're an amazing feminist. I loved everything you said. I laughed my ass off. Yay. Yeah, I, I Yay. Great. Yeah, great set. Uh, what's the address of that orgy? <laughs> uh, I can't bring you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have bad bugs anymore. It's, it's got to be gender balanced. <laughs> I really like the the terrorists are better than pedophiles. <laughs> I think there's you could totally flesh that out and just have a lot more examples and think you could take that a lot further because yeah uh, you know people are torn who is worse <laughs> people are torn oh man I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that <laughs> people are torn mainly the children <laughs> uh, the, uh, your brother was the favorite is really 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 great it's it, the payoff is totally worth the setup which part just fondling the balls and now you can never say you're not his favorite like yeah, the yeah. setup is great like it's it's you don't expect that it's great oh, we I, didn't I, either I, I did think of a tag <laughs> <laughs> uh you know when you're, you're talking about being raped by the loser who is the president of your i think if you just get a little bit more detail like the president of my class 97 at this high school Mass that might get a you know that because you're kind of calling him out Jason. <laughs> Jason. I had to go into regressive therapy to remember his name, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And then I think if you act out woman rape, that might be funny. Or just like a line like a woman <laughs> might say when she's raping you, like, 
Yeah, bend over and pre- pretend like you like it. I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's. I'm just spitballing. You can think of something. Act out raped. Okay. These are great notes, you guys. <laughs> Anybody? Anyone else? Anyone? Anyone? That that microphone sucks. Grab the other one or any other one. Okay. There you go. I like the bed bugs uh, punchline. I just wonder if you can work in like scabies or something. Maybe it dilutes the punchline, but folks that have dealt with scabies, uh, you know, that'll get a laugh. And then the other thing is, I wanted to hear more about the cult. I think cults are super funny. And so even if there's like a one-line description of like what kind of cult or where it was, just a little bit more about the, the type of cult. Thank you. Clap your hands wildly, everybody. That's Alyssa Westerlund. Hilarious, hilarious. Uh, your next comedian, we haven't seen him in a while, and so I'm super excited to see him back here at Mutiny Radio in the new year. Put your hands together for Matthew Banks. Yo. New jokes, my favorite. Uh, we got a lot of separation in our country right now. The left is going lefter, the right is going more right. I don't know where the fuck to go. It's confusing. But I think like if we just need to find our... Uh, find out what all what we all have in common i mean like even the most extremes have things in common like like even the gays and the rednecks like if if you look real deep you can find that they both like really love meth (laughs) um the gays will smoke it and they'll like have a ton of gay sex and then the rednecks will smoke it and lie about having a ton of gay sex um thought that was going to hit harder. What else? Um, you know, so I was a lunatic in high school. I didn't know what the hell was wrong with me. Nobody knew what was wrong with me. You know, sometimes you know what you're, what's wrong with yourself, but you don't want to tell anybody what's wrong with you because that means you'd have to discuss it. And um, if you don't tell them what's wrong with you, then they suffer too, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't want to suffer alone. But yeah, my brain was basically... You know, my, I was my brain's bitch, so it would always fuck with me. It was not, it was not good. You know, we hit a teddy bear in your, uh, <laughs> we hit a, we hit a camera in your teddy bear, like that sort of thing. I thought people were out, out to get me, after me. I forgot where I was going. I was like a crackhead without smoking any crack, which is really hard to explain. Uh... Like, why are you hiding in the bushes? Oh, yeah, crack. Well, I didn't have that as an excuse. Um, let's see. Damn, that's all I wrote down. Um, yes, yeah, so I got a lot of, I have a lot of lady friends because I'm an approachable guy. Uh, lots of women will bring me their problems. And my latest problem is this lady came to me and said that her man was not able to find her clit. And I was pissed off about this. I was like, what the fuck is he doing down there? Like, it's not that hard. I'm not saying I'm like a sex magician or something, but I can find a clit. Like, it's not like you're looking for a needle in a haystack. Like, I have no trouble finding a clit. I just can't find a woman. Uh, I was like, I can find the needle, but uh, where do you get that haystack? That's what I've been wondering about. Uh, that was that was cheating. That's not a new joke. Uh, do I have any other new ones? 
No, that's all I'm going to try. Thanks. Matthew Banks with his new jokes. He can find the clitoris. Yay! I'm glad, I'm glad you can find it. Keith D's got something to say. Oh, I, I just have one uh, thing. Um, in that first joke where you say, well, gays smoke meth and then the, the redneck smoke meth. Maybe if you change it to gays snort meth, I think that's a little more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think uh, there's other examples you could do, you know, like racists have shit in common with like the Crips or something, you know. They like they both love guns. Just spitballing off the top of my head, you know. But I, yeah, I think there's more shit you could do with that. Yeah. Oh, can you use any other microphone than that one? That one has a weird XLR input. Uh, can you ex- can you say the punchline? The whole gay sex thing kind of went over my head. Jokes aside, uh, like can, for the it sounded like that was supposed to be the big punchline for the rednecks lie about having gay sex, and I don't think I understood it. Unless I'm the only one who didn't get. But then why would they lie and say they were having it? Unless I just misunderstood the syntax. I was gonna say you might wanna you like I, I got what you're saying because I heard you do it the other night, but you might wanna just add like uh, rednecks lie about not having gay sex because oh, right. the way because the way you said it made it sound like they're telling people they're having gay sex when they're not. Oh, I got you. Yeah, glad you caught that. Is that it? Other comments? Other comments? Oh, other comments. Here we go. Everybody, oh no, go ahead. Either another comic. Yay! Uh, Michael's gotta come in. I thought your um, one about the crack, like being on crack in your own head. I thought that was funny, but I think that you should expand on a different activity than um, hiding in the bushes because it was a little anticlimactic. But like crackheads do some incredible things, and it would be kind of funny if you talked about some of the incredible things, like, like you know, I don't know, riding an ostrich, like trying to. You know, find an ostrich and ride it for some reason. I don't know. I've seen a video of a crackhead doing that, and it's not something that someone who's normal would do. So, maybe change that. Maybe that would make it land a little bit better. And for the gay meth joke, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I think that they're right. Like, you should change the not like lie lie about not having gay sex. But I think it worked really well. Thanks. Just uh, the first joke. The right is going more right. The left is going more left. I don't. You can. You can make either the right or the left the butt of this joke whichever one you want but uh um like the right is going more right the left is going no actually it's not going it's just standing still (laughs) clap your hands wildly for matthew banks meow 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 here we are at joke workshop here at mutiny radio your next comedian Another comedian we haven't seen in a while, and it's great every time we get to see him here at Mutiny Radio. I think he was just here last Thursday at the new open mic here on Thursdays from 7 to 9. Put your hands together right now for Jim McVeigh! Yeah, this is this is my first time at the uh, joke workshop because I'm in, I don't know I'm intimidated by feedback and all the comics bragging about how they can find the clit all the time. Calm down. All right, I'm working on some shorter stuff. Um, a, uh, a partner asked me if I liked being choked in bed. And I was like, well, sometimes I stop breathing in my sleep. Um, I, was at the, uh, I was at the mattress store. I'm buying a new bed. And 
the the salesman said, "Go ahead and make yourself at make yourself at home." So I tore the sheets off and I pulled it onto the ground. Um, I always trust my gut on whether or I always listen to my gut whether or not to trust a person. Uh, but if I listen to my gut right now, I would probably poop my pants because that's what it does too. It does two things. It's like, don't trust this person and you should poop within 20 minutes. My buddy went to, um, well, my buddy asked me, he's like, Hey, do you, do you want a souvenir from my trip to China? And then I looked around my home and I was like, technically everything I own is a souvenir from China. Look how worldly I am with all of my souvenirs. Yes, get me, an, get me a cordless drill. <laughs> um, I think that in a pinch, my resume could double as a suicide note. <laughs> if, if, I'm just saying like, if I was in a hurry, I could just sign it and just leave the stack that I was going to pass out at the mall next to myself. And they'd, the police would sort of get it. They'd be like, oh, auto parts store, three years. <laughs> Community college, 36 transferable credits. No AA? <laughs> auto parts store, one year. What font is this? Courier new? That's weird. What are these gaping chasms in this resume? Uh... I've worked in an auto parts store for a long time. At the end of the day, how I like to unwind is I like to sit in the parking lot and watch late customers try and open the locked door. <laughs> and then I slowly burn myself with a cigarette. That's what I do. Uh, it's, it's so hard just going to work in the morning. It's so weird because like we're all of our consciousness was in like this other reality we were dreaming. And sometimes it's really hard for me to sell auto parts. Like I like sometimes I just like I don't want to go to work because I miss my daughter from another dimension. And it's like it I have to go back to sleep and find her. Uh it's it's not safe in there. I'm a negative person. Um Lately, I've been working as an extra on television, uh, which I, I lie and I say it sucks, but it's, I love it. I eat cookies all day. It's a lot of fun. Um, and it's weird. They'll place you. They'll be, like, you'll, they'll be like, okay, so here's the scene. You're at a party, and uh, so just lean against this wall and do not talk. And I'm like, watch the artist work. <laughs> I've been, I'm going method for this role. Uh, they're like, okay, so you're at work, uh, sit down and just, you know, just pretend to work. And I was like, ah, <laughs> have you seen me at work? <laughs> you know what I'm doing. Uh, and then now every time I see an attractive couple have tacky dialogue, I feel like I should get paid a hundred dollars. Um, they say in order, like, uh, like, to make a good impression in an interview, you should treat them like you've already been friends. So when I sit down for an interview, I tell them how fun it was to fuck their moms. Um, anyway, that has been it. Uh, you guys have been great. Nothing. Jim McVeigh, hilarious. I laughed out loud so many times. Uh, your poop jokes are great. Oh, the resume suicide thing. I put a big smiley face, but burn myself with a cigarette slowly. <laughs> hilarious. And the tacky dialogue. Obviously, I loved it. I mean, because I hear that shit all the time on the bus. When a guy's talking to a girl about, or a girl's talking to a boy about clothes, I'm like, you know he's a guy, right? Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, you, very, very funny set. Yay. Oh, thank you.
Yeah, that was great. I was so busy laughing. I couldn't really do much writing, but oh, that's uh, okay. I liked that you gave a donation up front. That was very classy. Oh, yeah, buying a good set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, put a couple bucks in. Yeah, it, makes you, it sets yeah. you up for a good... <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy's a good guy. But the gut joke, um, maybe you should just eat more fiber and maybe yeah, some quinoa and stuff. Yeah. Uh, resume joke is gold. The... Uh, the joke about the dream where you have a daughter? Yeah. Maybe throw in a little more details about the daughter and that kind of stuff. Might yeah. be funny. That's the only kind of constructive criticism I have of that. That is, that is useful. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, that was just, uh, anybody else? Where is the clit anyway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's, Jim. It's what? belly button, I think. What do you want? Uh, the thing is, all these jokes are great, but you do tell them in sort of a different style that you like have told a lot of your, uh, your previous sets like these these short jokes that you've been yeah. telling recently you're you're like i don't know it just seems like it's a you different changed, man. yeah <laughs> i have i don't know how to do yeah i don't know how to do short jokes oh, like okay. i know how to like talk but i don't know how to do it's it's i don't know it's weird right, it's but, new for me it's fun okay. uh, i also liked how you were facing away from me the entire time you're talking to me. Well, like like this that's how you talk well, to a person i uh I like the short jokes. I don't oh, know what Arjun's talking about. I like uh, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the only thing, uh, the very last one, I like the concept a lot, but I don't know if the punchline hit as hard as like the about yeah. I tell them I fuck their mothers. So right. I, I just try some other stuff because I think the idea is great, yeah. but I just don't know. Like I don't know. I feel you like you're like, a little biased because I fucked your mom. Uh, <laughs> all right. uh, yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Hey. I feel you're just angry because she never called you back. Uh. So that's, uh, <laughs> uh, anybody else? Right. When you were talking about the um, the auto the auto shop oh, store, yeah, yeah um, like I thought those like all the stuff was really funny, but like when I thought something was missing translation there because then you said one year after that, you know. So I feel like because oh. I feel like what you were trying to say is that like you quit and then you came back, yeah, yeah. you know. So just make that a little bit more apparent because I, I got it, but I, I think it'd be a lot more funnier if you you know you make that very obvious. For sure. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, okay. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Jim McVeigh! Yay, yay, Jim McVeigh! Yay, yay! All right, your next comedian, we haven't seen him in so long, and I can't wait to see what he's going to bring. He's going to bring the heat! Uh, or do whatever he does. We haven't seen him in so long. Anything he brings, I'm going to be excited about. Put your hands together for Rolf Scar! <laughs> Yeah. Well, I got like a um, serious issue I want to talk about, and I think it's something that we as a community and as a country maybe have been ignoring uh, for too long. And I think it's time we look ourselves in the mirror and have a real conversation um, about grappling hooks. And and here's the thing: I've been doing a lot of thinking about grappling hooks. I don't I don't think they work. I don't think they work at all. See, when was the last time you saw a grappling hook in real life? Never. That's correct. They're only in movies and TV shows from the 80s and the 90s. Like, showed up a couple times in Miami Vice. A lot, a lot of times on MacGyver. But even on the screen, you know, the protagonist is running away from the bad guys. They throw the grappling hook up. What happens? It bounces around for, like, a long time. And then the last bounce, it finally hooks. And then you tug on it, and it's going to support the weight of a human, and maybe a second human if you're rescuing someone whose leg is hurt or something like that. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Plus, also, if the uh, 
if they did work, I think there'd be a Netflix documentary about that. And the fact that that doesn't exist is another clue that they don't work. <laughs> they'd also, we would all have one. Like, they would be essential equipment. If you had a grappling hook and they worked, you'd be like, all right, I got my keys, got my wallet, got my phone, got my grappling hook, I'm ready to go. Sorry I was late for the sign-up. I realized I was halfway here and I forgot my grappling hook, so I had to go back home and, and pick it up. Yeah. Well, I had to get this joke out of my system. You know, I'm trying it out. No, they would sell them at REIs. They'd have a whole section. They would, uh, they would sell at Target. If you bought a Subaru, that'd be included for sure. Love and grappling hooks. That's what makes a Subaru a Subaru, included in every Subaru. There's even one for your canine friend. They show a dog at the end behind the mountain bikes getting pulled up on a grappling hook. It'd have to be motorized because, you know, they can't use their hands. They don't, they don't have them. Um, but anyway, I'm going to stop with that joke. I needed to, I needed to ask it because it was in my head for a while and I just needed to get it out. So this has been very therapeutic. Join me next week when I talk about boomerangs. <laughs> Rolf Scar, everyone. That's like your first time in three years, huh? Uh, yeah, I have better jokes, but for some reason I really needed to see if, if it was just me. It, well, no, it's it Joke is. Workshop. It's yeah. the time for that. That's great. Uh, Keith D. Um, so, you know, the grappling hook joke. Uh, <laughs> Bad premise. I, I think a lot of people might be confused as to what a grappling hook is. Because uh, I know me and you were outdoorsy guys. were in yeah. great shape <laughs> and stuff. A lot of, it's kind of an obscure you know, yes. REI term. So maybe if you do an act out in the beginning of what a grappling hook is. Mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah. yeah. Batman is the number one grappling hook user, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it a euphemism like a, a Batman uh, elevator or something. I don't know. I don't know. What is it? <laughs> this is a good point. This is really good feedback. Yeah. You have to Google a grappling hook? See, it's polarizing in today's America. Very controversial issue. God damn millennials. Very controversial. Other, other comments? Uh, I agree as well that the media is setting up unrealistic <laughs> standards for grappling hooks that the society must all follow. Other comments? Anything else before I never tell that joke again? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Everybody come see Rolf Scar this Friday on Baptist's Comedy Clubhouse and clap wildly now. Yay! <laughs> yeah! So I appreciate it. Get those new jokes off. and You have a new comedian, uh, so clap harder than normal. I think that I can read the last name. Everybody put your hands together for Perry Borders. Oh, oh, yeah. Woo. You guys ready to not laugh at my jokes? It's better when you don't laugh at that one because it makes it even funnier. Um... So the other night, I was uh, masturbating to some free porn, uh, which, by the way, it is free. Um, I don't know if you know this. You don't have to subscribe. You don't have to do any sort of monthly thing. Like, you can just look it up. Like, it's just like, and even if you're not 18 is the thing. Like, you can lie to them, and they won't know, okay? So, uh... 
Uh, so I was masturbating and halfway through I realized the guy had a swastika tattoo on and like morally conflicted masturbating is the weirdest experience you'll ever have because it's like should I finish I'm almost there like I might as well keep going but it's like but the holocaust was so bad (laughs) um So you know how Google will have like different graphics depending on the holiday? So why does Pornhub participate in that? Like for Veterans Day, they had uh, a veteran's hat next to the logo. And it's like, who is that for? Who is that like exciting? Like, I'll tell you what. I love my freedom. And I enjoy a little free time. He has a sad life, I think. Um, but I appreciate it. I, I, get, I get Phil. His name is Phil, I've decided. Um, <laughs> I watch... Uh, this is going to be completely porn-based if you haven't caught on to the theme. Um, because I'm 18 and have nothing else to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've been recently just been watching uh, DP porn, which if you guys don't know what that is, um, it's basically, it's super fun. It's like um, basically a penis goes in the butt and then one goes in the vagina. Um, Yeah, and that's pretty much it. (laughs) But what I like about that (laughs) is that all the compartments are filled. Like an architectural comparison to that would be like a tiny house. Because like even the bench can turn into a table. You know, everything is being used. Similar, someone smoking marijuana. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Um, oh, you're right. Um, and I've got a minute. Um, So I've dated a lot of short men in my life. Um, (laughs) And if you're a short man dating a tall lady, please don't pick me up. Like, just don't pick me up. Grunting is the least sexy thing to happen before sex. Just, and this is really just a tip for people, less than a joke, but um, yeah, let's end on that clunky ending. (laughs) Yay! Perry Borders, everyone! Yay! Stay up there! You're 18! That's so exciting! I'm so excited! Holy fuck, you're 18? Uh, I was hoping when you were talking about people being young because of porn that you were gonna... Because you, you look like you're in your 20s. I, if, if I and, and thank God I'm not a bartender because I would serve you, which would get me in trouble. Um, but uh, I have a couple things. Uh, he had a tattoo on his question mark because I think that you can describe how sexy, like maybe he has those ridges and that's your thing. You're like, he's like super sexy, but he's got this, you know, like tattoo. Maybe the swastika tattoo is like right. You know when they oh, like, like they have those ridges, you know, when it's like their legs come into their body and it's like that part and you're like, how but do the they Angelo V curve. Yeah, the V thing. I would mention something like that. Like, you really were into that, but then he had this swastika, and that's where your dilemma came from. He was so fucking hot. And you're like, oh, what do I do? I didn't know troops liked porn, but that's what uh, Arden told me here. Uh, I thought that you said, uh, with the DP, like, I thought you could make a funny joke, like, I'll never feel that full, maybe in reference. I don't know. Um, 
And you said in my 18 years, I've dated a lot of short people. I would tag that with, that's because I'm a, I just left childhood. Like you, like you're 18, you just left childhood. Of course you dated short people. You're like 18. Do you know what I'm saying? Like 15 year old boys are like tiny. And then sometimes they turn 16 and they look like men. I don't understand it. Okay. Other people. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh. Do you want to do it? Or? No, go ahead. You're the special guest, Keithy. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Right, I'll, I'll go last thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll go now. So, uh, the, the one where the, uh, the underage person, you can click uh, you're 18, right? I think it might be funny to be like, you know, what 14-year-old gets on Pornhub with a lotion ready to jerk off and then decides to get honest when it asks you if you're 18 or not. And uh, also, I, I was on RedTube this Christmas and I saw a video of Mrs. Claus getting gangbanged. <laughs> I think there's something there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then your DP joke, where it's like it's structurally sound, uh, you know, everything. I think if you like extend that and be like, but double anal penetration, now that's like an overcrowded apartment. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, that microphone doesn't work. Any microphone but that microphone. Sorry. This may seem nitpicky, but uh, all compartments being filled, uh, that's an airtight. And you're going to have a degenerate in the crowd like me who will catch that. Um, morally conflicted masturbation. I'm assuming this guy... All compartments oh, being filled. Uh, all, one in every hole. Three dicks and three holes. Mouth, oh. pussy, and ass. Now, I assume the... I assume the skinhead was like in good shape for the joke anyway like hot so you might be able to take that further and say morally conflicted masturbation is the hottest experience <laughs> that you can have and then with regards to the holidays like there's something there I think about Pornhub being wanting to uh, cast a wide net and not alienate any of its demographics particularly considering that a lot of people who would use porn would probably be injured veterans or people who are so scarred that they can't have it's going to be harder for them to establish meaningful relationships. So what they do, this appeals to that demographic, whether they have physical scarring or psychological trauma. Because because truth is funny. I mean, no, I, I, for a lot of people, that the only outlet or connection they can have with the opposite sex after the serious trauma would be something like that. So. No, no, I think you should. I think you should. I think you should. I think though. Um, Pointing that out might, is kind of funny too, because nobody thinks that that group of people would need porn. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Thank you. Ken, the master of porn. Uh, Ian Levy, last comments. Oh, uh, just two things. One, um, I the bit about the the guy with the swastika on his neck. Uh, I like I like where the the idea for the joke, but just mentioning the Holocaust can sometimes people will like kind of shut down. So you might want to soften it by just being like, then again, Nazis are pretty bad, or just something that because that is kind of a bit less. Or that like, maybe he's doing an airtight and it's just like the showers, like no oh, one can breathe see, that's going and the everyone other way. dies. I don't know if I can endorse that. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. And, and then the last thing is, I think the the stuff I was most interested to hear was when you were talking about not liking to get picked up. Like I, I just like uh, like because I just felt uh, you should talk about yourself more, like your own personal. Because the porn is pretty like a general topic, and it, it is like funny stuff. 
but it's the most interesting thing usually is the person themselves so you should talk about more of your own like experiences but that's anyways, my thoughts everybody clap wildly for Perry Borders we are all ages because we're not allowed to have alcohol here yay it's like the one good thing about not having alcohol we're all ages your next comedian what a funny young man he is clap your hands wildly for Hunter Uniac all right holy fucking shit all right thing wasn't improperly okay let's do this um I have a weird New Year's resolution. I, uh, I became vegetarian. You know, I was vegetarian. Yeah, don't fucking applaud. I hate it. Um, but no, I'm only a vegetarian officially now. I haven't eaten meat for like a month, but I'm only a vegetarian now because I just told a room full of people without even asking me, you know? But it sucks though, guys. Like, you know you can go through meat withdrawals? It's an actual fucking thing. I had a relapse, dude. Like last week, it was bad. I started off by chugging like a 40 ounce of uh, chicken broth, you know? I ended up at the end of the night throwing like a piece of bacon on a fucking spoon and putting a lighter on it trying to cook the fucker. It was not okay, all right? Like, I felt like um, Eric Cartman from South Park, you know, when he's, like, doing lines of fucking KFC chicken skin, you know? But I was using extra crispy chicken skin. It's all right. Fucking sucks, though. Yeah, guys. I hate it. I hate it. I hate being one. Um, I'm so mad about being a vegetarian, I started fucking yelping, you know? Like, I think that's what all veg- angry vegetarians are, just people that fucking yelp. Uh, I'm not saying all vegetarians are yelpers. I'm just saying the angry ones are. I don't know. Um... What else do I got? I uh, I quit hard drugs in 2017. That kind of sucked. Yeah, dude, I reached my low point with them. I uh, I ended up in a eight month long relationship that none of us wanted to get into. You know, like I took the girl home and we were like kind of hooked up, and then we were on Molly, so we just started talking like the entire fucking night, which was not okay. But when you're on Molly, everything is okay, so you're just fucking going at it. And um, yeah, dude, we ended. We were like, yeah, we should be a thing. It should be a thing. We were a thing, and then it just became an eight-month-long game of chicken of saying who was the most um, sober that night. I mean, who was the most fucked up? Whoever like breaks up first. Yeah, that was your fucking fault. I don't know. It was weird. Um, here's one semi-new. I want some. Um, I've realized I'm a boring person lately. You know, you know, you find out you're a boring person when people on cocaine just walk out of your conversations midway through. You know, not to do more cocaine, just anything else. Like, I'm the fucker that brought cocaine. I spent $75 for you to still ignore me. If that was going to happen, I'd spend that money on weed. At least we'd have an excuse. Yeah. I get it, though. I get why I'm a boring person. Like, the only reason I'm able to talk to you people right now is because I'm holding a microphone, so I just feel better about myself, you know? But, like, off stage, without the microphone, I'm like the, uh, I have the personality of, like, the shopkeeper from Skyrim, you know? Or, like, the guy, the video, the guy who owns, like, the gun store in GTA. You know, like, oh, what's up, man? How are you doing? Cool? All right, get the fuck out. You know? Yeah, I don't like people. Um, what else do I got that's new for you guys? What else do I got that's new for you? Oh, um, I've realized my parents are raising my little brother to be a pedophile. You know? That's kind of cool. He's, he's 16 right now, so it's okay. You know, but like, he's 16 right now, and he just got in his first, like, real relationship, and she's in middle school. You know? So I feel like that's just fucking crazy. I don't know, guys. There's something there I'll work on. That's what I thought this morning, but that's all I got. Yeah. Hunter Uniac! La, 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 la. Comments! We got it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I can just shout it. Uh, wait, why do your parents... Why do, You didn't explain why you think he's being turned into a pedophile. Because uh, he's 16 and dating 13. He's, he's a high school and dating middle school. And his parents are cool with that. Yeah. Oh, that's how they're... Incur- okay. 
you, you should be like, and your dad's like, you gotta get in there or something like that. <laughs> 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 you or like <laughs> your parents, your parents like framed a picture of the two of you from like a homecoming dance, which is like super like innocuous, but like they're. Or 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 you could say that your parents told your brother that she's too old. <laughs> that would be more pedophilia. <laughs> Why aren't you going for an 11-year-old? Wait, they're not molesting him, my parents? This took a dark turn. Were <laughs> <laughs> uh, we okay? What's happening? Okay, good. Um, I like the part where you're talking about how boring you are, because I've hung around you. You are kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, man. Um, but I, I feel like that 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 has something there. I feel like if you use like uh, like when you were saying like the shopkeeper from from uh, Skyrim, if you use like someone that like it would like everyone would know because not everyone plays Skyrim. I, yeah, I'm more of a Fallout guy. Uh, just throwing that out there. Um, so if you I don't know if you see somebody like the dude from Shane Company, you hear his voice and you're like, this is the most boring commercial ever. You know you know what I'm talking about? Or like Ben Stein, you know who that is? Okay, so like I just like references that everyone get. Clearly not these ones because no one got those. But uh, just yeah, somebody who's that like boring that everyone will know, Doctor Phil or something. You know. Uh, I have one. Uh, don't go anywhere. Uh, I don't know. I'm just nitpicking, but it's sort of weird to reference other comedy like South Park. Yeah. And I don't know. That's just like a personal thing. Pedophilia aside, uh, it's just that's a little weird to me. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, I was just like trying to throw stuff in there. And right? then yeah, those those references like I don't know any of those like GTA or Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. But uh, some people will those. get those. I think some people. Will. I'm a dummy and I know what GTA is. Oh. No, I'm sorry, Grant, that thought. I only know because I've heard it so many times that I've had to learn. But it's like... Um, I Two things. I, I liked how you dropped the mic up front. <laughs> that, that's, that's a fresh take on an old trope. <laughs> also, I think you, there's a potential for a callback you can do um, with the you know, pedophile brother or whatever. You could, you know, because he's like 16 or whatever and he's dating a 13-year-old. So you could be like, let's hope that relationship doesn't last eight months. You know what I mean? Mm. Or what, however many months it would have to be. <laughs> For a baby, that's nine months. No, because once he's <laughs> oh. 18. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, because once he's 18, yeah. then it's, yeah. you know. Oh, all right. I'm going to try to sleep at two years until he's a pedophile. Oh, yeah. Or you could kick it off being like, my brother became a pedophile. It seems like overnight. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Other comments? All right, everybody, clap wildler. Uh, thanks, Hunter guys. Union. Hunter Uniac. Uh, your next comedian. I'm so excited. What an amazing human being we have in the house. I was just on a show with her last Saturday, and she killed it uh, on the F-bomb comedy train. You guys can see her all over San Francisco. Clap your hands together for Gabby Pochia. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just read an article that, like, techies are having lavish sex parties. I read that article. We all read that article. Um, and I feel skeptical about a couple things because they threw in that the parties were mostly female. So they threw in a little no homo in there, you know? 
but in an industry that's dominated by men, in an area that's gay as fuck, I don't believe that there's not a lot of ass pounding going on. That's not what I wanted to say. It was something along those lines. Oh yeah, I wanted to say they want they have like like five or six guys and like a whole bunch of women. And I do believe that in all of Silicon Valley, only five or six guys are fuckable. But I'm just saying it's not my fault that Tinder doesn't work. <laughs> it's because you're on the wrong Tinder because you're all having these gay sex parties. It's really Roman and cool though, right? We're really getting back to our roots in a lot of ways. And it's good that... Uh, you guys have each other because women don't really like you anymore. So <laughs> it's all working out. We're so cutting edge here. Um, <laughs> somebody uh, was trying to hit on me and they were like, were you born with that banging body? And I was. All the other babies were like, she's a fucking slut. Why does she even bother wearing a diaper? She's just going to take it off anyway, you know? Kids are so mean. Um... I look just like my dad, so I secretly think all my boyfriends are gay. And uh, I don't know, something else about that? Um, I feel like we talk to people about their student debt like we talk to people about herpes. Like, it's okay, a lot of people have it, you know? <laughs> and um, that's all. I'm sorry you guys have debt. <laughs> I'm also sorry you got molested. Um, I gave out a bunch of Valentines one time. That's what they said. They said, I'm sorry you got molested because I wanted, I wanted a meaningful Valentines. You know, Valentines is full of things you, you know, just fluff, hallmark. It's like, let's get in there. Let's heal some wounds, right? Um, okay. I think I smoke a lot of weed but I smoke a responsible amount of meth, so my life's gonna be fine, I think. Um, and uh, I just am so responsible with hard drugs. Sometimes I'll be doing just like humble lines in the bathroom. And I think I wish my mom could see me now. You know, they'd be so proud. I'm the first one in my family to not get addicted to heroin. So that won't be in, okay, okay. Well, we won't do that one, okay, okay. Um, also, sorry about your opioid addiction. That will be next year's Valentine because it's a real problem. Thank you. Does that mean I'm done? No, you have a minute. Okay. Um, I got my chart read, my natal chart read, and it said that I would make a great tax attorney, which is, no shit, my secret fear. Number one fear. <laughs> I would be a tax attorney. And I, he was like, well, it's okay. Sometimes we're like confronted with things in our life, in our second life, you know, things we want to heal, things we want to change. So now I'm just trying to be really bad with money. And um, you get it. Okay. That was really helpful for me. So go for it, guys. I know, yeah, I know. Every everyone. Yay. And then yay. Uh, I didn't take any notes because I refuse to give advice to people who are more successful at comedy than I <laughs> Good, fair, fair point. Well, I really appreciate that because that's been my goal this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the only okay. tag... Well, that was really the most thing I needed to hear. What? I'm sorry. The one tag saying? I would have is something like, because you talked about Valentine's Day, I would say something like, Cupid makes wounds, let's oh. heal them. Cause he's got that arrow like and he's that. like piercing hearts like or whatever. That. But How I was literary. Yeah, like I just thought that was the only thing I could think of was like 
that and then I just have meth happy face like that meth joke is really very funny <laughs> Nicole Kalsich looks like she has something like meth yo uh, I am not positive this is gonna make it any better or not but I think it would be interesting uh, during that same Valentine joke um, you know as you're giving it out to everyone of course it would not necessarily apply to everyone right so I thought it might be funny if you were like well it's gonna stick for someone like it might not be for everybody yeah, 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 but it's gonna stick for someone yeah totally that's actually just a story about my Valentine's. Expect one in the mail. It's real. Yes, look me in the eye. Well, um, the baby thing is so funny, uh, and I want to hear more of like your baby act, like act outs. And I was trying to think of like what I kind of space after this because I was trying to think about that, but like you could be the baby that's like, well, she's already got her top off, or like. How you'll suck on anyone's titties? Oh, that's like funny. Toes, toes sucking. Snuggle up to anybody. I just I, that that was funny, and I want to hear more about it. They'll spit in anyone's mouth. Do you guys also feel weird when people give you suggestions? Like I can't take other people's suggestions because then it wouldn't be my pure comedy. Anyway, here I go. <laughs> um, yeah, if people give stuff out here, you know it's free game. This is a, yeah, you can. Yeah, you're fine. Take yeah. So this is along the track of what she said, but maybe like talking about your double D's as a baby, just like something that is so not um, a baby's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Could your, Thank you. Could your diaper have been a thong diaper? Ooh, no, I'm just gonna steal Brooks jokes. That was. <laughs> Clap your hands wildly for Gabby Bogia. <laughs> Your next comedian has a show here every thir- every Wednesday from 10 to midnight called The Night Space. You can buy his book on Amazon, High Time Story Time, and listen to his new podcast, Coffee and Cannabis. Put your hands together right now for Arden! Hey, everybody. How we doing? Hey. Happy Monday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's uh, Dove uh, plus hair care for men and uh, head and shoulders uh, conditioner, so. Yeah. Oh, and, and coffee grounds, coffee grounds. I'm a barista, so that, that's the secret ingredient. Uh, so a friend of mine, I was trying to throw a party and a friend was uh, RSVPing and they said, I'm definitely coming. And I was like, dude, last time I was at sure I was coming was my eighth grade dance. Right? Hey. Uh, I still can't hear boys to men to this day without crying a little out of my dick. It's, uh, yeah. Speaking of crying, the girl I was dancing with, she was crying. She didn't want to dance with me, you know? It, it was, uh, she was either disappointed or it was because I had stained her dress. Because uh, you try finding a good dry cleaner in New Jersey, seriously. You know? Anyway. Speaking of sexual assault, I... Uh, I think, I think we should institute the strip club rule for sexual assault. And then guys would finally get it. All right? Like... <laughs> so, so it would be like, uh, uh, you know, you've, you've got to be willing to pay for what you grab, right? So it's, it's 10 grand to grab by the tit, uh, 20 grand to grab by the ass, and a million to grab by the pussy. And somebody said, oh, that's a great idea. You should just make that club. So guys could get it out of the system. And I said, we did that already. It's called Congress. 
That's my one political joke, people. My one. The one, only one I'm doing ever. Uh, we, all, we all want, like, a, a long... We, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really, Ian? What are you doing to invoke... The, you, no, you deserved it, whatever it was. I know that. Uh, anyway. Uh, but we all want a relationship, right? That's the thing we want in life, right? And I liken that to a steak dinner, right? You got meat, potatoes. It's very fulfilling. It's sustaining. It, gi- it gives you what you want. It's nourishing, right? But at this point, I'd settle for well, the equivalent of the candy bar, right? It's just some meaningless sex, right? But the problem is everyone keeps giving me stuff with coconut in it. And I fucking hate coconut. Anyway, uh, nobody else hate coconut? Am I the only one who hates coconut? Yeah, thank you, thank you. I don't care if it's almond or mounds. It doesn't matter if you put nuts in it. It's still fucking coconut. It's disgusting. It's a texture thing, people. Uh, anyway, I got enough on that. So uh, I'll give back time to the room uh, and take some comments. Arden, everybody. I feel like I feel like the coconut joke is a, is like a is a is a s- slightly swathed gay joke somehow, like the nuts are there. You don't want the nuts. Something about you know you're dating and you keep wanting a steak dinner and you want to eat one thing and you keep getting nuts. I don't know. I think it might, yeah. but it's not. I don't know. I don't know how to. I, I gotta. Figure it's just because it's just like coconuts. The only thing I could think of was I was like coconut nuts nuts in my mouth. I don't like nuts in my mouth either. Yeah. But in a sexual way. What kind of a cummy texture? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Arden. Yeah. What is the coconut supposed to be analogous to? I don't um, know. That's because the thing. I'm you, still, you, uh, you have know. relationship, meaningless sex, and then I, only thing that I can think of that being between that you would not satisfy for would be like long, boring conversations or something like that. That would make like, like it's a Tinder, like a Tinder date gone wrong or something. Uh, I, I, I got to work that? on it. Also, know. what do you mean by uh, I stained her dress? Is that a callback? Does that tie back into your boys to men? I cry, I cry out of my dick joke, tying into the I then stained her dress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's like talking about jokes he didn't even do tonight, which is. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, I want to make a comment, but I want to confirm with Keith's dirty on this. Yeah. Okay, do you think I want to make that Congress joke work? I don't really feel like it works. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, grab my. <laughs> Grab mic three so that everyone can hear you right behind you. Right behind you, mic three, Gabby. There you go. Yeah, just go around to the window, grab that mic. See, that was avoiding moving. Um, uh, I wanted, I want to figure out a way to make that work. I wonder, Keith, what do you think if it went just a setup, just straight off? Uh, I think Congress is like a strip club. Congress is already like a strip club, punchline, punchline, punchline. I think it just would be faster. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, I think the underlying reason why that joke is terrible is because uh, basically equating all sexual assault victims as like prostitutes. So that's why I wouldn't, because you're saying, you know, you pay them and then you can do that. If you pay them 15 grand, you can grab them by the pussy. That's what you said, right? But if you are going to go that route, then maybe you can equate the lawyer as their pimp. I definitely felt like you were trying to be like sardonic about yeah, the function of politicians. It did, I feel like it ended up reading like Keith meant, but I feel like I understood the nugget you were trying yeah. to hit. 
Yeah. That's why I'm like, maybe if you just state it off the top, it'll come across better, and then you yeah. won't look like a creep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's I the ultimate that. goal. <laughs> yeah. Not looking like a creep is, is, is what I'm going for. <laughs> hey, also, can I do your podcast? Yeah, definitely. I got it opening this Wednesday. All right. All right, cool. Anybody else? No? Good. Excellent. Right, everybody, Artie! All right. Uh, we have so many people here tonight that we're actually going to we're gonna cut off the comments and just do four-minute sets unless Keith D. has something so burning he wants to say. He's the person that can say something. Other than that, we're just going to move through all of these comics, and we're going to laugh and pay attention to all their jokes, just like we have been all night. You guys have been a great audience thus far. So keep that going. For one of my favorite people, he's just the He's so good at crowd work. It's just so amazing. Put your hands together for Ian Levy. Okay. Uh, So I got my uh, degree in broadcast electronic communications arts, uh, which is a complicated way of saying I make lattes for a living. So that's going very well. I recently, though, things you know are actually going pretty well for me, Arjun. Uh, I got a uh, I got a nickname at work recently. I work in a cafe, right? And the cooks in the back they primarily speak Spanish, and they recently nicknamed me the handsome man, right? Which apparently in Spanish is pronounced puta. So that is going very well. Yeah, yeah. Someone did actually recently recognize me from doing comedy in public, though. They were like, "Hey, you do comedy, don't you?" And I was like, uh, "Yes, I do." <laughs> Uh, and they said, oh, that's great. I'll take a cappuccino. So that was a little demoralizing, just a tad. I think these are, you know, uh, my dad got married last week. My dad got married. We can clap. <laughs> it's kind of a funny story, actually. Uh, my dad got married to a woman whose name is a not my mom. <laughs> so things are going well. Uh, things, are, things are going very well. Someone actually once came up to me after I told that joke at a show, and they said, um, I don't really like that joke about your dad. I said, oh, if you don't like that joke, maybe you shouldn't have married my father, Linda. And I was, <laughs> it's the worst. Been reading up a lot about feminism recently, right? Because I think it's very important to know your enemy. So that's, I'm on to you, women. That's, do you guys want to know what I hate about women, though? I just say, I don't want to generalize, but I hate when women do this, right? Uh, I hate when women uh, divorce my dad and ruin Christmas and Hanukkah. He's a good man, women. Stop breaking up our family. Please. Oh, man. So I'm dating. Uh, I'm dating. It's, wasn't meant to be a joke, but okay. That's, yeah, thanks. I'm dating. Uh, I think I make too many jokes on dating apps. I came across a woman who wrote on a dating app. Only messaged me if you have a definition for consent. So I messaged her and I said, I have a definition for consent, uh, but I wouldn't want to force it on you. And she uh, did not respond. <laughs> so I'm still very lonely. That is. I'm trying to get better at stand-up comedy. I don't know if you guys know, but the way you get good at stand-up comedy is you go to a lot of open mics and you practice your jokes. Uh, and I recently found a lot of open mics that no other comedians go to, right? It's these places called uh, karaoke. And you just go with your hot five minutes of jokes uh, and you pick the quietest song on the roster, uh, which is Cat Stevens' Father and Son. And then you just let the first few bars play and it goes like, ba-ba, 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 ba-ba. 
it's not time to make a change. Then I come out and go like, you guys ever seen a penis before? It's fucking hilarious every time. Every time. Okay. Yeah, those are those are uh, so those are the old jokes I needed to just work on. Um, but I could I try a hot hot new joke, hot new joke that I, I tried to get Shelby to tell and she said no <laughs> the other day. Uh, there's a new uh, Consumer Report out that says uh, you shouldn't. Uh, it says it av- advises uh, to avoid eating Romanian lettuce. You should avoid Romanian lettuce. Well, there's a report out by my grandparents. Uh, that say you should avoid Romanians. So that is... <laughs> I wrote that so to get OMG, and I regret nothing! Um, I'll just... Oh, this is the, the actual end. I, um, I work in a cafe, and that is actually true, uh, because I don't want to spend my life working for the man, right? And I, it's true, I technically do work for the man now, but my job allows me to make the least amount of money possible for the man. Like, it is a very, the, the man, it, my man isn't that bad, you know, he, he's, uh, his name is William, he has a one-bedroom apartment, he could be worse, he's less of, like, the man, he's more like, my man, you know, so, okay, that's the end of that, thanks, guys. Our next comedian, another funny lady. She's been hanging out here a lot lately, and I'm so excited. She's the voice of one of our new commercials. Put your hands together for Nicole Kalasich. This is fucked up because I did want feedback. Uh, I have to work this out. Let's see if I can do it in under four minutes. So, um, I think, for starters, I think men have significantly more sexual energy than women. I think that's just a standard in general. I think it's something to be expected all around. Uh, Case in point, how often do lesbians have sex versus how often are gay men having sex right this second? Uh, and I think my my life goal, I think for, for society, is for everyone to get as comfortable with sexual energy as gay men have with each other. That would be the dream, I think. Uh, and uh, I say this because I went and got a massage some time ago, and I had the opportunity for a happy ending. Oh my yeah, I had an opportunity for a happy ending. Pam looks horrified, which is typically <laughs> what happens when I say that because people can't believe a woman could be in that situation and still pos- possibly be in power. And that's and I find that very interesting. Uh, and. To tell you the truth, I, I didn't feel like victimized or upset. I was actually pretty stoked at the opportunity in the beginning. So it kind of starts off like, just to give you an idea, like this dude, listen, my orgasms have been described as Mount Everest in the past. Very few people have arrived to the peak and probably even fewer have survived. So... Uh, so for me, for someone to be giving me a massage um, in my own mind, in my own fantasy, being alive and active is obviously going to be different than what's happening on the exterior, right? So I think exterior-wise, we're all still in the professional zone. But you should understand that in this scenario, um, in my interior mind, I was like sucking his dick a thousand times. He <laughs> was like hitting every like cheat code of my body, and I was super like, I was like, just do it, just do it, just like over and over again in my brain. That's what I was thinking. And here's the thing, this is how 
uh, I came to learn that, you know, like fantasy is not always as in your own mind as you think it is. Like, apparently I was putting out enough vibes that that person definitely picked up on it and or just used every pressure point that you learn in massage school, I guess, that makes someone horny and was applying it. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, but at some point, the dude was like, and yes, it was a dude, if you were wondering. It was a man who's doing this. If I told you it was a woman, would you think it was threatening? Would you judge him? Would you feel like I was being victimized? I'm curious, would you? Brooke. No, if it was a woman, you'd be like, okay, that's different. Interesting. What about... It's like in a porno. Yeah, you guys, I almost lived a porno. It was so exciting. It was great. It was great at the, at the, at the beginning, uh, and then I was having that fantasy or whatever, and then uh, the guy's like, I'm going to keep going a couple extra minutes because I can tell you're really liking this. And then, and then the horn went off. And then it became a nightmare, but not like a nightmare like I'm really scared for myself, like a nightmare like... I'm at school, it's regular school time, and I'm naked, like everyone sees me. That's what it felt like. It felt like you were being seen when you absolutely did not want to be seen. I did not want him to know I'd been thinking about dick sucking that whole time. I just wanted to like have my fantasy and chill with it. Uh, and I'm still figuring, oh, I told this story to uh, Chris Knatzer. <laughs> Um, who was like very like of anyone I've talked to about everybody else was just like this guy's a creep and I was like well I don't know like I totally like if I wasn't single I would have just done it honestly it would have been fucking dope and it would have been a story for me um or if I was single I mean <laughs> not like if I wasn't single I would cheat uh and Chris said so if you did if you got the happy ending what kind of tip would you leave him ah. And here's the best part. It didn't even occur to me that I should tip someone for getting a happy ending. And I think every man in this room knows that if they got one, that would be just decorum. That would be standard and expected. But me, I was like, he should be so lucky to touch my body and get me off. Uh, long story short, I did end up finding out. I finally did talk to someone uh, who worked there about it. I did end up finding out that that was something he'd been pushing with a lot of ladies and uh, and then I actually became incensed because I was like, uh, it was not just us. Fuck you, Tim. I thought we had something. I'm pretty sure he's fired now. Okay, thanks so much. Nicole Galazic, yay! It's therapy and comedy at the same time. That was an awesome story. Uh, your next comedian, he's been patiently waiting. Put your hands together for Rashad Mungo! He left. He is not patiently waiting. Everybody, Ahmed Abdulrahman! Yeah, the other black guy left. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. So this is a joke workshop. Cool, all right. Uh, I got some stuff I'm trying out. Um, people talk a lot of shit about the way I dress, but I like the way I dress, you know? I look like I sell library books out of a van, you know? Like, it's a very good look for me. I look like I belong, I belong in a rap video from 2003, you know? Like, I still burn Bubba Sparks CDs, you know? He, he only had two good songs, but I got like 18 CDs of those two good songs in my car. I'm just kidding, I don't have a car. Uh, you guys like going to a club, dance club? Is this like a dance club kind of one person? Okay, you too? Sure, okay. I don't like going to the, like, to the club. I hate going to the club. And mostly because I feel like that's not really a place to go to if you're single. Like, I would like to take a date out there. Yeah, sure. But, like, to go in there and 
try to put in work while you're listening to this shitty ass music doesn't really work for me. You know, like I, like I feel like if you're a single guy and you go to a club and you look like this, you're not going to get anything. You know, if you don't have muscles, tattoos, or a man bun, it's just not going to work out for you. Like the last time I was at a club like two weeks ago and I got rejected 15 times. Uh, that's nothing new. It just meant it was Saturday. Um, and the last girl I went up to, I approached her as non-creepily as a guy wearing glasses can, which is very hard. Boris knows. Um, it's a struggle we deal with. Um, I went up to her and I came up to her and I was like, uh, excuse me, miss. And as soon as I opened my mouth, she's like, get the fuck away from me. I don't talk to niggas that read. I was like, oh, shit. That was my, I didn't know reading was a turnoff. Uh, that was fairly surprising. And I, like, it, what really caught me by surprise was like, it was my fault. Like, I assumed that she was Korean. Turns out she was Filipino. Uh, so... Some people know Filipino people. Okay. There we go. That's cool. Um, yeah. You know, like, I, my clothes, I've been um, I've been wearing these button-ups, man. And, like, I'm, I'm in a position right now where I don't know if I should, like, rob a bank or a grocery store. You know, like, that's, like, these are all given to me by someone else, you know. And I feel like these aren't really the clothes. Like, I wear, I'm wearing Dickies, and these aren't really, like, bank robbing attire, you know. This is, like, definitely grocery store attire. Because you need... Like, I feel like if I rob a bank wearing dickies, like, they w- it would be very easy for them to find me. Do you know how many black people wear dickies? It's not a very common occurrence. There's, like, three of us, me, Tay, and Tyrone, and we're all going to rob that same bank, so <laughs> it really wouldn't work. Have you guys been out, have you guys been out of the country? I, I've been out of the country. Uh, yeah, one person? Where, where, where have you been to, at, at, like, just out of curiosity? Uh, I've been to Scotland. Okay, that's cool. All right. Um... Nothing to say about that. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to know. Um, I've been out of the country, but I've always wanted to go to this place called Dubai. Do you guys know Dubai? Yeah. One thing about Dubai is that they have like a man-made island, like a shaped like a palm tree. Do you guys know about that? And I think that's really cool. I think other countries should take that example and make an island that like really represents what's cool about it. You know, like Egypt could have like an island shaped like a hookah. You know. <laughs> Like, uh, Taiwan can have an island shaped like a glass of boba tea. Um, you go to UC Berkeley, of course you get this. <laughs> nobody? Nobody? Nobody goes quickly? No? Okay, fine. All right, never mind. Like, Colombia? I think Colombia, like, it would really be great. Like, Colombia can have an island shaped like a key with a bump of cocaine on it, you know? Like, uh, no? No, no? I'm not, like, oh, whatever. This is cool enough. Okay. Can I get a feedback, Heath, or or we? Or we not? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I have cousins from Dubai. Fuck that country. They're all brainwashed. The like, oh, Dubai is better than America. I'm like, you only visited Chicago. You don't know. That's not even the best city in America. You douchebags. <laughs> That's yeah, great. way to way to not get get fucked over by all the corporations that aren't paying taxes in your stupid ass country. <laughs> Everybody clap wildly for Ahmed Abdurrahman. Yay! It's been fun having court appointed comments by Keith D. We should make him come back next week to fulfill the rest of his court stuff. Your next comedian, he goes to UC Berkeley. That's why he was getting those Filipino jokes. Put it together for Arjun Banerjee. <laughs> I got the I got the Filipino jokes because I was a lot of my childhood was in South San Francisco. 
I did not know. It took me a really long time for me to realize that Filipinos are actually not that common. Like, to me, they, I thought it was like white people, Filipinos, than black people in terms of amount because on TV. Didn't know there were any other Indians, but it turns out there are more. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you guys think that was interesting? Anyway, pretend you don't know me. Here's a, I'm going back to school, guys. That's right. Trying to going back to school to sell drugs to middle schoolers. Uh, they are stupid. <laughs> they will take anything. Now, here's why I came to here. What's an unreasonable price for an eighth of weed? Because I don't know. Is $100 a lot or a little? A lot. Okay, good. Then <laughs> you can sell them an eighth of weed for like $100 or even better, you can trade like a cheap bottle of vodka for a full prescription of Adderall because they have that now. Dude, middle schoolers are fucking methed out, but their sc- test scores are going way up. So, yeah, who gives a shit, dog? Oh, I say dog now. That's my new thing. Um, that's my, th- like, not as a joke. Like, I say dog unironically. I now have, I have a... I have a girlfriend. Have a girlfriend now. And before I had a girlfriend, I was, you know, there was a feeling that I, I felt really lonely, and I kind of felt like, you know, sad a lot. And now I have a girlfriend, and I still feel lonely and sad, but I don't know what to do about it. You know, it's like a. <laughs> Why don't you laugh at that? Here's you know you know it's like it's like when your computer's broken, uh, and then you turn it off, and then you turn it on again, and it's still broken. You're like, well, I'm out of options. Oh, what I do? Take it into the fucking store? It's like 50 bucks right there. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of white people are concerned. Not a lot. White supremacists are concerned that, uh, actually, a fair amount of non whites Whatever. The main point is there are some people who are concerned that people of color are coming to replace white people. And I will say this do not be worried, okay? Because we are, but if you're worried, it'll make it work less. Like, you need to be, if anyone's on guard, it will fail. Um, what, what next? What, what else? Here's one. I've, I, I've always been of the opinion that white people's favorite race were Indian people uh, because I never had heard, or well, I didn't know any racial slurs for Indian people. Uh, but then my friend uh, found and read aloud to me a very extensive and long list of racial slurs for Indian people. Uh, and then I remembered white people's favorite race is white people. Uh, huh, right? Anyway, one that bothered me the most. There was one that was not an insult. It was a compliment. It was Turbinator. That's funny. Uh, but one that bothered me. And a lot of them were just variations of the N-word, like Indo, and then they just do the N-word. I was like, that doesn't count. But one that bothered me a lot was this one that apparently is pretty common and other people knew about when he said it, uh, is Punjab. <laughs> Now, apparently Punjab is a racial slur, but I'll tell you guys, you know where the word Punjab comes from? Uh, it's the name of a state in India. <laughs> like, that's it. That'd be like if a slur for America was like, oh, you fucking Idaho. Like, that's not an insult. That's just like, I feel like, no, my family's from West Bengal, and also I think it's Punjabi. Right? Is that right? I think that's what, because I know, what is it? Is that it? Do you know? Yeah, Punjabi. Yeah. Well, then you just say it. That's like, like, I think what happened is they just heard the hard J sound and was like, that's a slur. Um, you know, because, but it's not. It's just, it's just the word. Also, one was Hamilton, so call me that. Put it together, everyone. Put it together for Arjun Banerjee. Also known as Hamilton Punjab. Maybe that should be your new, your new fake name will be Hamilton Punjab.
Instead, that'll be, what is that called? Your pseudonym. There's a name, stage name. Your next comedian. I haven't seen her in a while either. I'm so glad that she's here. Clap your hands wildly for Brooke Heineken. Got a spinnerful thing. Got a spinnerful face. His face all chrome. His face is a spinner. Let's be here. Um, I didn't know what was next. Um, so our... our Pronouns just like really good at being nouns. <laughs> eh. I see people all walking around with all these t-shirts that say the future is female. And I know it's true because the future is getting fucked by white dudes. <laughs> Non-consensually. I left that out. I wrote these today. Uh, I again didn't know it was coming up. So um yeah, okay, I give up. Uh, I <laughs> um, need help punching up this joke. So um, I am not having a great start to the year. Uh, my car got stolen. I know, I know. And I did what you do. I called the cops and I told them, I was like, my car got stolen. And they were like, we know. I don't know if that was like a San Francisco thing. They're like, yeah, obviously it did. Uh, but then they followed it up with, we know who did it. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, who did it? And they were like, we did. You got towed, bitch. Ah! That was, thanks. And I uh, was really pissed off. I was like, what the fuck did I get towed for? And they told me I was parked in a street cleaning spot, which is ridiculous because like all of you guys, I live in San Francisco and those streets have never been cleaned. <laughs> um, but what they don't tell you about what happens when, you're, when the cops take your car is how you're supposed to get it back. Um, because my phone and my wallet were in the car that they towed. So I just flagged a truck driver down in the street and I told him he had to take me to the tow lot. And as I was sitting in the cab of the truck next to the truck driver, I realized that I didn't have a way to pay the man. Like, I'm no expert, but isn't that how porn starts? (laughs) Like, doesn't it always start with some girl who's like, but how will I ever repay you? It's fine. The lot wasn't that far. The ticket wasn't that much. The stick didn't taste that bad, so... I'm kidding. It was a very expensive ticket. So now I just ride my bicycle everywhere, except my bicycle also got stolen. I know. Don't live here. It's the worst. Uh, And I was walking by... There's a Burger King at 9th and Market. Does anybody know the one? bought drugs there yes okay because <laughs> like there's some burger kings where you're like oh this place is obviously has like a secret drug business in the back but that particular establishment is just a crack den uh, but like in the back there's a secret burger business <laughs> if you know who to ask and I was walking by and I saw a homeless dude sleeping inside that burger king with my bicycle I know you've heard the story a million times how, <laughs> how are you still surprised um but I, and, you, and I know what you're thinking, like I can't look the way that I do and accuse every homeless person with a white bicycle of having stolen mine, but listen, <clears throat> not to that. Uh, I did a bike race one time in my life after I moved to San Francisco because I was told it was mandatory. Um, and I did really badly, I didn't even finish, but I keep the sticker from my bike on my bike, for the race on my bike, uh, so everyone will know because I'm a huge douche. Uh, and I saw that sticker, so I knew it was my bike, so I like, ran in and went up to the counter, and the Burger King man looks at me very confused and very formal. He was like, why is Becky in the Burger King? Uh, and he was like, ma'am, can I help you? And I was like, yes, sir, you have a thief in the kingdom. 
he also didn't appreciate the pun. Uh, that story's longer. I'm going to cut it off here so I can close with another joke that I wrote that does okay. Um, I am really hoping that the Dream Act potential deportees, those beneficiaries from DACA, take Donald Trump to court. And I hope it goes all the way to the Supreme Court because we deserve a Supreme Court case called Alien versus Predator. <laughs> I am done. Thank you. Yay! Brooke Heineken, that is a great joke at the end. It's Alien versus Predator. Very funny. Yay! We have a female rock block. Your next comedian. What a funny lady. Clap your hands wildly for Shelby Evans! Thanks, guys. Brooke, I was going to say, what if you just said... Um, what if the sticker on your bike said, I'm a huge douche? Okay. Anyway, I don't know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, do you guys, happy new year. Do you guys have any resolutions? I, I went to the gynecologist recently and my gynecologist asked me if I had any new year's resolutions and I was like, yeah, to not have to come here so often. That'd be cool. Um, a lot of people celebrate Christmas in July. Have you guys ever heard of that? Like Christmas in July? Uh, so that means technically New Year's would be in August, which means I don't have to worry about making myself a better person until then. Um, great. Great New Year's jokes. It's January 8th. I flew to Texas to see my family, which is uh, for the holidays. Is great. Um, I don't, my family is really tumultuous. Like everyone is fighting. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but if you've ever been on a plane and you prayed for your own plane to crash just so your family had something to bond over, you know? Last time a couple planes crashed, the nation bonded. So I feel like a plane crash could bond my Southern family. I don't know. It's a 9-11 joke. Um, really at the core of it. Um, I, sorry, I don't have my jokes ready. Um, let's see here what else we've got. Um, I was talking to one of my guy friends the other day and he was complaining to me about how his antidepressant causes a side effect of delayed orgasm. And I was like, you mean to tell me there's a pill that you can take as a man. It's gonna make you just generally a better person, easier to be around, and it's gonna take you a little bit longer to come. That's not a side effect. I feel like all men should get on antidepressants, is what I'm saying. Um, that one's not working. Is it too mean? I don't know. Uh, a lot of people are really like upset right now about uh, homosexuals, like a lot of Republicans, they hate homosexuals and transsexuals and bisexuals, sapiosexuals, all the sexuals, but that doesn't really bother me or like upset me or offend me. But what does upset and offend me is ecosexuals. Do you guys, have you heard about ecosexuals? It's people who try to have like a relationship with the earth, like a sexual relationship with the earth. And I don't understand why you can't just recycle. Like why can't you just compost? Why is that not enough? But I read this article and it was about these two women and they were like, in 2006, my partner and I symbolically married the earth. Like that's bullshit, first off. But second, 
why i don't understand and, and how and they were like what we do we ask the earth what she needs from us and we give to the earth what we can give her and then we fuck ourselves with leaves and sticks that's that. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> yay, Shelby Evans, Earth Princess. Woo, fuck the Earth, yay. I mean, in a good way, not like we're already fucking the Earth, but I mean. Hey, the Earth's been around. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> Keith D, everyone. Court-appointed comments all night. Your next comedian, so funny, everybody. Boris Shikurko. Thank you. Um, actually, uh, cause, uh, Burke was talking about the police. I, this happened a while ago, but I was, uh, I was pulled over by the police for, uh, talking on my phone while driving. And the cop asked me, like, what I was doing on my phone. And I told him that I was calling 911. Um, I don't think people realize you can do that. You can just tell them that you were calling them. That's all you have to do. What are they going to do? You shouldn't have called them. It was an emergency. Now, if they ask you what the emergency was, then you're fucked. That is, you better come up with something good. Um, my name is Boris, which like lets everyone know, apparently, that I am Russian. Um, and uh, there's a big stereotype of Russians, which is that they drink a lot, right? But I don't think that's the truth. I don't think Russians drink any more than anyone else. It's just how you drink, right? I think that's what make, makes Americans better. Like, in America, like, you have cocktails, right? In Russia, like, people just drink alcohol, like, straight up. Like, any Russian at a bar just comes in with their own alcohol, orders a gin and tonic, hold the tonic. Like, that is... It's not about, like, how much you drink. It's really, like, how you drink, you know? Um, like, who knows what would have happened if Moscow heard of ginger beer and copper mugs. You know what I mean? Maybe we would all have universal health care. <laughs> and death panels. Um, weed is legal. Um, I... I guess I'm glad for that. I wish that everyone that was excited about weed being legal and excited about voting for that was as excited to vote for maybe literally any other political issue. You know, like any issue at all. Like even the small ones, like how many birds are we going to allow this year? You know, like any little political issue. Um I hate checking my phone, but sometimes you gotta do it. Um, yeah, uh, dating. Oh, um, I think it's strange that um, you know, I think there's something to be said about like older generations being able to do, being able to know. Like for example, if you asked me how to fix a car, I wouldn't know how to do it, right? I feel like you had to be more, more resourceful back in the day. But then people who say the opposite, I think, mistake how resourceful we all are. You know, like. Like, do you know how hard it is to put on a screen protector? You know, like, that takes skill. Like, you think being a surgeon is hard? You have to hold your hand steady? Dude, a screen protector with no air bubbles is neurosurgery at its, like, there's, there could be something. Um, what do I want to end it on? Um, uh... Yeah, weed is legal. I'm not, um, I don't smoke a lot of weed. I'm from San Francisco. A lot of my friends growing up started smoking weed very young. Um, 
And I disagree with that because I think you should be old enough to have goals before you start abandoning them. Uh, all right, that's it for me. Thank you guys so much. Flores, Chicago. Have goals before you abandon them. Yay, I like that joke about weed. Your next comedian. You guys, stick around. We've got three left. Laugh real hard for Eli. Treshawn. Awesome. This is my uh, my San Francisco comedy debut. Uh, I live in I live in New York, but uh, I'm from here and I'm I'm home for a little bit. So I thought, why not? You know, uh, this place is cool. Mutiny Radio. Um, I like all the artwork. I like this picture up there. Um, I just hope that the title of this painting is Princess Diana. Melts Mexican flag with x-ray vision. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, let me get this out of the way. Um, uh, yeah, my name is Eli Trishon. Trishon is kind of a weird last name. Um, it's the kind of name where if you see it written down and you don't know me, you don't know what I look like, uh, you don't know what to make of it. Uh, white people think it's French, like Trishon. Black people think it's a first name, like Trishon. Like Trishon Carter, newly signed a Bad Boy Records. Actually, Trishon is short for Trishonsky. Jewish. Worst of the three. As in Trishon Carter's agent, Mordechai Trishonsky. <laughs> I, uh, I think I need a new doctor. Um, I had shingles recently. My doctor said old people get shingles and people with AIDS. can also be caused by stress. Why would you lead with AIDS? That's like going to the doctor with a tummy ache and him saying, could be colon cancer or Chipotle. It's caused by stress. Uh, basically, um, if you get really stressed, uh, chicken pox comes back in the form of shingles. That made me more stressed because I'm thinking, what other bad stuff from my past is going to come back? Acne, braces, idolizing Chris Angel. <laughs> Am I going to dye my hair pink, shop at Hot Topic, and reform my punk band, The Pelvis of Elvis? Uh, to treat shingles, he, uh, he prescribed me Percocet for the pain, uh, and that's awesome. Uh, thank you. He also prescribed me Valtrex, uh, which is the same pill they use to treat genital herpes. I thought buying condoms is awkward. Then I had to go to Walgreens to pick up Percocet and Valtrex. The pharmacist was judging me, so I said, look, lady, I just like to party. <laughs> I'm in between outbreaks. When do you get off work? Um, I have like 30 seconds. Uh, I, I, I do have too much stress. Um, I'm a waiter, uh, and that's really tough, man. It's a, people are annoying, right? You know, every day people ask me if the beef is grass-fed and the chicken free-range. To me, that's like saying, I only want to eat this animal if before it died, it really wanted to live. Cycles are That's my time. Thank you very much. Yay! Yay! Eli, Trishon, hooray! Keep going back. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks, Shelby. Uh, your next meeting is Justin Q still here? Yeah. All right, everybody, put your hands together for Justin Q. All right. All right. All right. 
Hi, everyone. Nice to meet most of you. I'm in such a bad mood right now. I'm going to try to use it. Took me an hour and a half to get here. Coming from my new job. I got a new office job the first time in about eight years for some reason. Um, I've tried to avoid office work most of my life because I don't do well with like chit chat and small talk. Uh, one of my coworkers asked me if I had any kids and I said, you know, it's a good question. I don't know. And he said, well, do you want kids? And I said, oh, no, 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 definitely not. At least 18 or above. And, uh, and so he said, you know what I mean? Do you ever want to like have a child of your own? And I told him, I could never afford that. Children cost like $50,000 on the dark web. I don't understand people who buy children. If you have that kind of money and uh, you're okay with human trafficking, why, why not just treat yourself to a full-grown woman? I don't know what kind of conversations you're having with your people dealer, like, hey, your prices on women are kind of high this week. You got anything smaller? Uh, but I don't have enough money to buy people, so I have to date, which is tough for me. I might be a little picky. Um, one thing I don't do is polyamory, which is pretty popular around here. It limits my options. There's just something about the idea of being in love with a woman that another man is fucking. It just feels too much like eating a sandwich that another man is fucking. Um, online dating also obviously does not work. Um, I don't trust anyone who keeps a list of 1,400 horny guys in her pocket. I keep meeting all these great girls on Tinder, but it never works out because they're all on Tinder. Uh, also, I don't date women who have dogs. I can't do it. It's just women really love their dogs. Women love dogs the way that men love women. All they have to do is see a cute one on the street and they go, oh my God, I want to take it home and play with it. And you love your dogs that much and you still paid somebody to drug it and cut its balls off. And you only kind of like me. What are you willing to do to me? How can I fall asleep next to you? So I'm thinking about giving up on dating entirely, but uh, sometimes I do really want to have a wife. So thank God we live in the Bay Area where it's so easy to just borrow someone else's. All you have to do is be high on her list of 1,400 horny guys. Um, I went out with a woman a little while ago and I found out she was married when her husband showed up on our date. And he was pretty mad. He said, I can't believe you would cheat on me with this fat loser. And uh, I was pretty upset with her for lying to me. I did look fat. <laughs> I'm pretty self-conscious about my weight. I once lost 100 pounds. Don't worry, I found some of it. Um, let me let you in on my secret. When I'm done eating and I'm still hungry, I just never let myself cry because holding in emotions burns calories. I call it repression training. Thank you. Justin Q, yay! I enjoyed your set very, very much. I laughed, I guffawed many times. We have one comedian left tonight. Um, I'm sorry, FTW, we're just gonna go over just a little bit, but it's totally worth it, everybody. Ken Suzuki! Thank you all, thank you. I hope you guys have a good new year. New year, new me. Now, three and a half months ago, next week, um, I got married for the jokes. And, uh, yeah, run and hit that dry spell. My comedy's like, now I get married and have kids. Getting to rely on those old heck dad material. Uh, But no, um, my wife, uh, she said something to me uh, yesterday. 
and it was really telling. She said, Ken, this may seem a little overly dramatic, but I think you give me a reason to live. Oh, no pressure there, huh? No pressure at all. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. It's a fucked up thing I said. It's okay. I'll need your help on this. Uh, next story. I've been with her about six years. Um, and um, when we first started dating, our first year, about five months in, uh, this is a story I never wanted to tell, but a comic that I uh, really look up to, Valerie Vernal, he's like, you got to tell us on stage. So I'm fucking my wife in the ass. This one, we're still dating. And there's this thing you do, it's like, I like, it's like autoerotic asphyxiation, we're familiar with it, but there's a way you can do it where you fill your tub with water and you shove their head in it as you're fucking them. Now, the goal of this is to then you pull the plug, so you got to measure it out, uh, the water to make sure, uh, which I kind of eyeballed the height of the water, the height of the water here, so you can time your coming uh, with the air. And the water draining because that increases the orgasm. And especially when you can time on a mutual orgasm, it really intensifies uh, the orgasm. And so we do this. The first time, I didn't know if she could do it, but she was a swimmer. So I assumed she had a good, good, she was good at holding her breath. So I do this. Uh, we come and we're in the shower afterwards. I'm nervous because it's rough. It's rough. She likes it. We like it rough. It was that too rough. And I ask her. Is that too much? Uh, were you okay with that? And she says, do, do you see this? And this isn't her ass. This is her pussy. And it looks like a bunch of Amish had crawled in there and created a butter churning factory. Like Keebler elves had crawled in and started just churning butter to sell on the black market. She had come so much. And, um, and that's how I knew we were in love. That, that's the punchline. That's how I knew. I need help. I don't tell stories. I don't talk personal life, but uh, we need your help after this, Keith. Yeah, you got to waterboard the wife. Oh, tell me punch up. Thank you, guys. Hey, yay, yay, Ken Suzuki. Hey, I'd like to thank Keith D so much. Keith D, thank you. I'm so excited that you were here and you gave such great comments tonight. This has been Joke Workshop. Stay tuned next for FTW Forever Two Wheels. Thank you, everybody, for coming tonight. Uh, our next open mic is Thursday at 7 o'clock. It's True Hustle Thursdays. We'll see you guys next time on Joke Workshop. Bye. <laughs> of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs>
Hey everybody, listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. 
Fuck the world! 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 Fuck the world!